What is this behavior? Do you want it? You're dying for it. So welcome back to another episode of What Is This Behaviour podcast. Uh, I am one third of your hosting team, Aaron Christian. Um, and along with me in this episode is Almas Badat and my brother, Ruben Christian. If you're new to the podcast, then this is a podcast in which we try to break tired and old stereotypes surrounding the South Asian community by chatting amongst ourselves and chatting with some amazing guests. Um, today's episode is on stereotypes. Now, going back to that title of trying to break old tired stereotypes, when I was chatting to the team, I was like, actually, wouldn't it make sense for us to know or list or figure out what those old tired stereotypes are? And then, yeah, basically unpack it and figure out what those are in order to help us figure out what guests we want to speak to um, and hopefully get on the podcast and also help us figure out um, the types of episodes that we want to unpack. So that's what today's episode is. We got together and started chatting about um, our personal experiences around stereotypes as well as try to unpack uh, what those were in a positive and also a negative way. Um, so yeah, have a listen um, and see what we landed on. As a quick heads up, Ruben's mic was actually playing around, playing around, playing up even um, on this episode from 15 minutes in. So if you really can bear with us, please do, as there's some great points kind of discussed in this episode. So that's that's it. And let's get to it. What is this behavior? All right. So we're here. <clears throat> this is What Is This Behavior podcast. It's me, Aaron and Alice. Yeah. Who else can it be? Um, and today, we, we we decided we'd talk about stereotypes of South Asian people. I don't, I don't know who came up with this idea. Can we remember? Well, yes. I tell you what, I think it came from... <laughs> I tell you what. I, t- I, tell, I tell you what. Um, <laughs> I think it came from... We were, t- we, we were actually looking at our... What do you call it? Is it a strap line? A log line? Uh, what, what do we call the thing underneath? What is this behaviour? That dis- the descriptor. The descriptor. Okay. So what we've been doing at the moment is working on our website. So um, where the central hub will be, right? For what is this behavior podcast.com. Dot com. <laughs> and um, when you hit the landing page at the moment, it says conversations with South Asian people against the grain. Mm. And while we were doing this, we were figuring, well, well we, the question that came up was like, well, we keep on saying against the grain, but what is the grain? Like, yeah. what is the norm? And then also, off the off the a strand of that was, well, what are the what are these stereotypes? Those norms, those yeah. ideas of us that are projected tired. out. Yeah, right. But, but we also we talk like, about well, we it in the intro as well, right? What intro? And so, like our, our varied intros when we all do the intros, it oh, somehow right, it's landed right. on breaking. Tired and old stereotypes, which I don't know who I borrowed that from. Maybe you, maybe UMS, I don't know, but it feels like it's... Borrowed is such a nice word. Stolen is also a word that you could use there. (laughs) Uh, Is that a stereotype of South Asians? Stealing? Stealing? 
Um, but yeah, like the question is, is like, you know, we've, we obviously have identified that we are trying to have, or we are having conversations with South Asian people that we think are against the grain, are leading remarkable lives, are exploring, you know, alternative careers. But in order to be against the grain, like we have, we don't have to, but we can explore what the grain actually is. And like, yeah. what are those stereotypes, right? That we've felt, or those restrictions even that we've felt like, what is the grain? What is that? Yeah. If we're salmons yeah. swimming upstream, what is the force coming downstream? Oh my God, the force it is also coming came at every down angle. to our guest <laughs> criteria as well, right? Like, so backing up again, like we were working on, um, if you guys followed <clears throat> right from the jump, then you'd know we'll do like us episodes and guest episodes. And as we've kind of developed the podcast, we wanted to figure out having a, you know, a more diverse kind of guest selection. But we needed a set of criteria to figure out who would be a what is the behavior type of guest and who wouldn't. Right. Um, so when we was figuring out that criteria, when we were like feeding back into that why element of South Asians going against the grain, <laughs> I remember like for me personally, I was just like, well, wouldn't it be helpful if we actually knew what the fuck the grain was or those stereotypes were? Yeah. So then we can kind of figure out which person in kind of whatever <laughs> they're doing um, <laughs> would slot into those stereotypes that we want to break. Because we yeah. say we want to break tired old stereotypes. If we don't know what the fuck the stereotypes are, <laughs> do you, do you <laughs> don't know, know where what? we're going? I, I tell you what, I where think... Where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> Shout to Lee Malcolm. Um, You know what, I... I think the stereotypes are so ingrained that we were led to going against the grain because my mind's like grain, grain of rice, rice, South Asian. Do we even know that we're led by our own stereotypes? I don't know, man. Let's That's unpack wild. this shit, man. Yeah. Well, what so are some stereotypes that you funny. felt? Yeah. Well, yeah. What are some stereotypes that you felt <laughs> or you heard when you were growing up? So I, mean, I got my list. Oh, so have I. Oh, wow. This is just going to be quite oh, ridiculous. Geez. And can I Let's just go. say, as a disclaimer, um, some of the stereotypes that I might get into are like heavy stereotypes. And sometimes they might even be reductive um, and even sound racist to my own people. So I just want to say these are the stereotypes that I've been aware of. And I'm just honestly communicating them here. So I really don't hope I offend anyone. Yeah, but I don't think people think you own those stereotypes. They're just in the zeitgeist and in no. society, right? So we're kind of just trying to put a I spotlight on it to know what I, it is. But I don't know, man, because going back to something Alma said on a previous episode, it's like, it's like we've internalized um, self-hate without even knowing it. So sometimes yeah. now when Alma's like, Almas, you dropped that bomb and that really just made me unpack a lot of how I look at our people. And sometimes really? I would laugh and then I'd be like, wait a minute, why am I laughing? Oh, wow. People outside of our yeah. culture and race have made me think this is funny. I need to stop doing that. And also yeah. I remember I hosted um, Kings of Ghana, which is a um, Tamil a dance competition in the trot in the troxy of Ghana the African country. Correct. No, Ghana the okay. style of dance. Right. Massive okay. show in Troxy. Oh. I've done it twice. And I remember coming out and one of the mums of, of one of the dancers who was in the crowd, she's like, I really like you. You're funny. And then we got into a conversation about South Asian comics in the UK. And I was like, I'm a massive fan of Ramesh Ranganathan. She's like, nah, I don't like him. 
And I'm like, what? He's funny, though. He's representing us. But she's like, no, he's just using the culture, taking the piss out of the culture to get into a mainstream space with the white people make money. I was like, oh, something to unpack mm. there. Don't know. Massive. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. G- good point. I think we're going to go into all of these all right. spaces in this episode. So, so what um, should we s- Shall we shall we start with Bud Bud Ding Ding two ninety nine? <laughs> Why is that the first on my list as well? <laughs> because come on, man, it's a it's a song, man. <laughs> Bud Bud. You know what? I ding, think that's ding. a generational thing. I think if you speak to a gen a Gen Z, they won't even know Bud Bud Ding Ding. Uh, Aaron, I, I think honestly, Bud Bud Ding Ding is so powerful that it's been passed down. I think wait, everyone wait, why knows. Why two ninety nine? Yeah, this is my thing. It's been two ninety nine for so long, and even with inflation, it's still two ninety nine. And we know our people are going to move with inflation. I well, that, I that's onto the widest stereotype of corner shops, right? Oh, has it got something to do with walking shop, in? Those jokes has it got, about don't let. Uh, I'm not even going to say the word, but that, let's. I'm, I'm not going to say the racist term, but they'll be like, don't let a brown person. Take a What's the racist term? The, the P word. Because P they'll word. build a corner shop. So, <laughs> actually, that's a good way of finding of filing the stereotypes because they're, yeah. they're fucking hidden in jokes, right? They're, yeah. They're all like a lot of these like jokes when you're at school playground jokes, man. Did you know what? Have you guys experienced? I was on the bus one day detector. when I. Go a metal it. detector? What are you on about? <laughs> no, no, as in like a stereotype detector, in it? Jokes. That is a, oh, right, right, right. Like a gauge. hidden sight, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was on the bus when I was in, I don't know if it was primary school or early secondary school. And I was on the bus and I didn't know I was getting cussed. All I heard like was two ninety nine. There, there was no Bud Bud, right? It was just two ninety nine, two ninety nine. But what I'd realised they were doing <laughs> is they were actually pressing the bus bell twice. Before they stop, they're going, ding. they're going, they're, oh, someone might have said, but, but ding, ding, 299, but they've done oh it so God. calm. I actually Ooh, respect it. Because I'm thinking, it's coming back to me a bit. I don't know if it's that. Uh, 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 I think, well, oh I think there God. was a tune. Aaron's turned into R2D2. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Al- Almas, you're like um, a decade younger than me. Was uh, yeah. Bud Bud Ding Ding two ninety nine or three ninety nine, whatever inflation <laughs> dictated? Was that? Yeah, by the time was I was um, of age, it was probably five ninety nine at this point. Um, <laughs> no, it it was around, but it's also because I I had my um, mum and my aunties grew up in England as well, so I would have heard mm. the racism from them if you as in not they were racist towards me but you know when i'm hearing dialogue so i was aware of um just (laughs) older like bits like context you know and so yeah like yeah like bud bud ding ding 299 (laughs) um but i didn't really ever like understand it like understand it and i have to say that a lot of like slurs to me seemed really like lazy I remember yeah. once I was at school and so unintelligent. This, um, yeah, well, just this guy like called me the p word, mm. and I remember just being like looking at him, just genuinely confused. And I was like, "But I'm not from Pakistan, so like I don't get oh, it. Like yeah, I, I feel like didn't... I should be offended, yeah. but I don't understand." See, and like, like nah, that's not me. 
and that leads on to like another stereotype that well when it comes to racism like the p word is i think a blanket term used for a lot of south asian people but then this another stereotype is that a lot of south asian people are all indian as well i have a pakistani or indian there's only two options here yeah like yeah and um yeah, the variation just kind of stops. And then even the idea of being Indian is like a, a monolith. Like everyone from India is the same and we speak Indian. And it's like, we've, we, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, we're just being homogenized like, yeah. like in, in nuts, in a, in a nuts way, sorry. <laughs> homogenized yeah. in nuts. Into nuts, you know. Hazelnuts, pistachios. As you're speaking, um, Mass, I've just Googled Bad Bad Ding Ding. And I'm course, on course you did. Ask like Google. VIP2.co.uk. Yeah. It's, I guess, a forum. And people are going, like, going it's a in. full racist forum. Oh, wow. So, uh, so basically, there's different versions. Of, was it school, schoolyard, kind of like fucking rhyming banter bollocks. So this one goes, Bud Bud Ding Ding 299, come to the pea shop one at a time. That was one the version. P shop, you know. Oh my god! Yeah, well, I'm not. Saying Why disguise the word? that one? Oh, okay, right, right, right. Wait, are yeah. we not allowed to say that word, or is it just? It's not. I'm just it's progressive not to say we, it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know I'm what we can not. say it if we could say it if we wanted to? But I think, like, I personally w- won't because yeah. I don't know who. Um, I don't want to normalize like saying the yeah. P yeah. word. I suppose. Yeah, exactly. I and I don't yeah. want anyone to feel upset like listening and then yeah. also i'd be really upset even if someone said it to me in a yeah like in a jest. friendly way no just you know when people say like people sometimes i've i've heard people say the p word like as if like you're my brother like all my sister like my family yeah like my and, g um, like my p to me yeah <laughs> my p <laughs> my p what's going on in my p <laughs> oh but my i just God. don't you know ever, like, you said it like, really. you said like that guy from so solid which Who? one? So grimy, grimy, <laughs> grimy. Craig will be laughing right now. Big up, yeah. Craig. <laughs> so grimy. Sorry, tangent, tangent. He's South Asian as well. Bring him on. Nah, I think maybe I he's think too grimy. He may have been Arab. I don't know. I need ah, to that, he also might be too grimy for us, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Almas, I hear you. So then, by us, so by even me making a joke, right, and saying my pee. It's really alluding to the same thing. So maybe we don't say it at all then. Also, I just don't know. I don't know if you get it with the N word, right? Like when people will be like, oh, how comes I, if they're not black, they're like, how comes yeah. I can't say it? I'm like, like what? Well, <laughs> do you like, why does it even bother you? Why just re- you just don't to, use do the word. Like it's yeah, not going to exactly. change your fucking life. Like for me, if I've just yeah. replaced it with a P, is that like yeah. a huge fucking stress on me? No. So yeah i don't know man just yeah that's true all right yeah so anyway there's another one bud bud ding ding 299 i go to the pea shop all the time i asked for a condom he gave me a twix hey (laughs) motherfucker pee your shop stink the people are just like this (laughs) this is all right the comments are are 2010 but um yeah no i've got one from 2018 if we really want to do this like but do you know what it's all right do you know it's it's actually how do we feel seeing racism directed at ourselves in the ether i I feel sad yeah sad sad Mm. is the word but i try to not let it affect my present moment and and therefore rob me 
of whatever it is I'm doing or whatever piece. Like when I done UK Talk to Me on YouTube, my Vox Pops comedy nonsense, there was some people putting some real racist comments, man. And at oh, first I'm yeah. like, yeah, but the second someone's <clears throat> racist, it automatically communicates to me that they're just limited thinkers. And I'm like, I can't. It's like, I'm not wasting my time having a debate with a drunk person of limited awareness. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck off, man. Mm. I got shit to do. Like, and I know that comes from pain and their own trauma and whatnot. And I'm like, yeah. But yeah, wherever I can, like in public forums, if I, if someone said it, I would clearly challenge it. Always. Mm. Always. Because that's me so not doing the work by, <clears throat> you know. So that stereotype is, like, what did we even land on this one? That just, we we just have corner shops. <laughs> Yeah, the corner shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You brought the corner shop one up. Um, yeah. I think we also, the, I mean, in the Bad Bad Ding Ding songs. <laughs> like, we, we, you know, we do But have, why are they on the, like, do. having shops is fine, but why in the corner? <laughs> is that more guess, people? Like, <laughs> some more, like, they done the maths on it. Like, yeah, like, it's literally like at a junction. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone that's listening that's not from the UK, a corner shop is like a bodega in America. Or, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. a little, like, mini little place grocery where you can store, get. Local grocery store type of thing. Some, like, yeah. some, well, I guess before, like, yeah, not even... Yeah, a bit of liquor, a bit of chewing gum while you're at it. If you want to get some deodorant, maybe they have them in the back, some and frozen Twix. stuff, Twix. <laughs> Which basically in the pandemic is fucking useful. Yeah, so yeah corner really shops are actually booming. Do you know booming. I mean? We've kept the species alive. What are people on about? <laughs> and yeah. um, So corner shops are definitely a stereotype, yes. S- s- smelling of curry. Oh my god! Is, why is that my second one? Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, of course like, you guys are on the same wavelength. I've got so many different ones. Yeah, I've got some odd ones, but smelling of curry, like all South Asians, Indians particularly, smell of curry. If you can't smell it, you're not close enough. You know, I'm going to share with you guys something. Yeah, like Ruben. I don't know if like Ruben, my wife definitely knows. I'm like hyper. I basically like two showers a day, all of that type of stuff. I don't know why. <laughs> I need to unpack it in, in therapy, but like I'm hyper, like clean, like clean yeah yeah, and, yeah. Um, clean freak i think like so yeah so um always put deodorant and stuff i think recently <laughs> or not even recently Where although, did like, that few years ago from? i didn't i didn't <laughs> put deodorant on so i like and i must have been active or whatever so i had bio yeah. <laughs> it actually smells. No, sometimes <laughs> my sweat no. smells. My bio does and smell like curry. I can't lie. So, like, it's oh my so we do. Hours, yeah. We do smell hours, curry. Hours, hours. But let's Our back natural it up, disposition yeah. is let's a curry. Up because Scent. when when Iman said that to me, I didn't know. <laughs> 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 but she was when so concerned. She was Baby so like, actually like a bit concerned of and baffled. But I'm hours like smell like sulfur. I was like maybe that would come across in the in your diet right but obviously like i haven't had like we cook so many so many different type of word cuisine so i'm just i was mad at myself it's like but i'm not even eating curry like it didn't make (laughs) scientific sense it must be the cheese Reverse racism. That's what in curry bio. CBO. I don't know. Like curry powder. Let's get let's get specific. It was that that you know. Oh my god. No, but I tell you what. I I was um I was dating a girl back in the day, and um we'd wake up (laughs) together, 
and she, she wouldn't have showered from the night before, right? Like, because we just fell asleep. And she's clean. She's, for the most of her life, she's a clean person. But sometimes I would just sniff her armpits just out of fun, like do some silly things to tease her. But I'd always smell of paprika. And, and the thing is, she's actually black. <laughs> she's actually she's black. What? She's black. Oh, right. So, so we couldn't work out. what. Mm -hmm. So maybe this paprika thing is... I do think that sometimes when I have a really, really like strong curry, I'm like, yeah, I can feel it like on my skin. Like it's literally, we have like really deep pungent spices. What can I say? Like we know how to cook. <laughs> there's yeah. flavor. Do you know what I mean? That like mixed up in there. And is there, I don't, I don't know. But when I was young, I like hated like feeling like i had any smell of curry oh, on me going to school here. because it that. was it's it was literally like the because we were it's taught just, it's bad. you're just open yeah yeah and you're just like wide open now for like basically missiles to be shot at you do you know what i mean in <laughs> verbal ways like yeah that was just wild um yeah and it yeah. just it does as soon as you fry something it just gets in your clothes doesn't it yeah because i guess for, for white people like you wouldn't say they smell of chips but even if they smell of <laughs> chips is that a bad thing Ruben on the interracial dating <laughs> episode oh, said someone just right tastes like egg and chips or what? Well, I don't know what it was. Was it a yeah. bat? I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> White women's yeah, vaginas so... taste like egg and chips. No, stop. <laughs> I that's wasn't trying to... <laughs> no, but that's what people said in the playground. I've put down on. um, number one, not perceived as sexual beings. But I like, I don't know. I think I need yes. to be specific here. Yeah. So I don't know <clears> if that's more around on film and TV mm. because I think obviously within our culture, I think I alluded to before came up the Kama Sutra and all of that type of stuff. And if you watch Bollywood, it's a different story, but in Western, in Western film. Yeah. I don't we think I've really seen been one South Asian person as the lead act or back in the day anyway. Well, we've never really been sexualized in mainstream media, have we? Yeah. Or even romanticized, like yeah, in, romanticized in some ways, but we're just not usually, we're not typically involved in the love interests of each other in the West or in, in, an, in an interracial way. And obviously that goes for the exceptions of like, I think, was there a film called, was it called Milk and Honey? Uh, let me just Google that quickly. Milk and Honey film. Yeah. And then there's like um, Namaste Wahala that's come out recently. Yeah. I don't know if Milk and Honey, no, Milk and Honey is not what I'm, Hmm. There's so, there's is a it Denzel film. film. Um, was it that one? Masala. I can ask my mum. It's called. No, see now that's a stereotype. Mississippi Masala. Masala. <laughs> no, no, but the woman was um, the woman was playing. Mi that, yeah, I believe. No, no, no. You yes, no. Okay, Mississippi sounds better. Um, yeah, Mississippi. Masala. But we, you know, basically, there, there's a few. There are a few out there which have. It is Mississippi Masala. Milk and Honey, I think, is a um, Jamaican woman. Uh, so that's I the film you were thinking about, though. Is that what you said? Well, I was actually. Yeah, I was thinking about Mississippi Masala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, aside from the odd few, like we don't necessarily have um, representation that sees us as. Um, sexual beings or like romantic beings and um so s someone once said this to me i um and it was that during colonial times africa was seen as the rock 
and mm. Asia was seen as the jewel. And what that meant is that Africa was used for resources. Um, exactly. So, like, you know, Fucking like copper, hell. timber, like, yeah, yeah. you know, soil, agriculture, yeah, gold, all of that, diamonds, but like actual, like, yeah, like indus- industrial stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A labor. Yeah. And um, Asia was like there for like entertainment. So like the silks, the spices, like paisleys, like, you know, rubies. Um, and we were pretty, like pre- like ornaments almost. And peacocks and, you know, all of that sort of life. Like when you watch things like, is it is it Bombay Summer or... Uh, Mid- there's, the, there's, there's a, sorry, clearly I don't have my reference. Like embellishments, today. basically. <laughs> Yeah, and we, yeah, literally, like, I, I, t- I don't know if I said this to you once, it's not a South Asian, but I was at a meeting once, and my boss, when I came out of it, said, oh, you're like our Persian cat. Oh and I was like, oh, oh my, my God, God, I'm literally like your pet, like, that fuck? is how you see me. Apart and, from who um, said that? He wants you to <coughs> name We're going to roll up on them. And a human. Yeah. Apart oh, from do you know what? Like, I know you won't do that, because you're just too smart. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, you know, like, it's... I just, um, I don't know whether like I, I heard that and then I started to like see that and feel that, but I definitely have felt it. And I've seen things on YouTube and on BuzzFeed and just various spaces where like, oh, there's like a stereotype that Asian men have been desexualized like loads. Mm. Um, mm. And so I can often, you explain that a little bit, Almas? Um, so we don't often see South Asian men in love interest roles. They're, they're mm. not really seen as like desirable by, um, the, like outsider standards. I think this might be East Asian, but I think there was like a poll done and I think this was on Buzzfeed. Um, mm. I, w- while, while we move on in the chat, I will like triple check that. <laughs> yeah. I'll check yeah, it. But I, there was I saw like, that under East Asian, definitely. I've seen Yeah, that, it was an East Asian about well, like, yeah. I think maybe penis size and like how this, but that was I think was that related. relates to South Asian as well. Like everything on that article, I read that one, could be, yeah. you know, you could copy and paste it and say it's exactly the same for us. Gonna, yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think like generally, like we've not been able to see ourselves as, desirable in the west mm. um yeah that's why i said the caveat there at the beginning yeah and then in bollywood that you know when um slumdog millionaire came out like that was massive because there was dev patel who was cast in it who wasn't like a bollywood buff so like mm. in mm. south a- uh, in <laughs> india um the stereotype for being a sexual being was like super like tall big biceps like really like a like a gym head right mm. um so yeah, I think I mean how do you guys feel about like how men are represent South Asian men are represented and um especially when it comes down to like body image and the way that you maybe interact with your own sexuality. Yeah, oh, that kind of like so Rubes uh, Jesus. Cuz <laughs> it also kind of leads onto the other stereotype, the next one I was going to talk which is not feeling or being seen as athletic or sporty. But um, yeah, I feel the stereotype is so, it's still so fucking slow. Like I was, can't remember what I was watching, but all I see, especially in Western film, and that's because that's the industry I'm drawn to most and working. Um, it's always just like a nerdy fucking boffin. That's it. Like literally, that's it. Nerdy boffin, nerdy boffin. Um, the mathematician, the help. Um, Taxi driver. 
Mm. That's it. I think Iman watched Buffy the other day, like an early episode, and there was an actual South Asian joke. I was like, fuck it, oh, that's like, I've never oh, seen wow. that. But yeah, it's the odd random one here and there, but um, so much, a huge way to go, man. Mm. Definitely. What about you, Rubes? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in mainstream media, which is where I pull the majority of my signals from, as opposed to like Bollywood and niche culture. Um, a lot of the time we're represented as um, not really physically mass, like masculine or we're never really alphas or we're never dominant. We're quite mm. scrawny. We usually live in our heads. We're the techie kind of dorks. Um, and when it comes to sex, it's the same thing. It's like even if you look at um, what's that comedy with? Um, is it Third Rock from the Sun? Oh, no, I know what you're talking about. And there's there's a um, South Asian character, Indian dude, who's got the accent (laughs) and he's got the problem. Like, even when he sees a woman, he can't... Do you know what I mean? Like, he sees a woman, this character, and he doesn't know what to do. And so he chats shit or he hides. Like, these are the kind of stereotypes that that we're getting. There's never been, like... um, There's definitely been no character that's um, a South Asian womanizer. You know, mm. like anything I've I feel watched. like Aziz Ansari did a really good job of like just highlighting it in a comedic way yeah. and then maybe moving away from that. Like he used that as the jump off point and then created a character. Yeah. Do you know what? Fun, funnily enough for me, he is actually the stereotype on a stage as well. Like if Even you look in, at, in himself. Yeah. yeah in, you, like you look at his, his, his general energy and his sentiment and his, mm. and his, <laughs> and his body shape. You're like, yeah, that's about right. Which is, which is. Is that mad. a stereotype or like he, are you saying like he, he looks like, are you saying, what are you saying? He, here? Like he looks he like, what looks like a South the Asian stereotype of a South Asian male. Which is, which is fairly slim, not overly masculine, a little bit dorky and academic and odd, mm. like not too great with women. And sorry, Aziz, if you ever listen to this, but these are just my uh, limited assumptions and stereotypes built on my conditioning. But that's what happens in my mind. Like I don't look at Aziz and Zari and think, you know what, all the girls are gonna uh, want a piece of him in the bedroom. You know what, though? <clears throat> Someone that's transformed past that is that, I'm going to try and get his name right, Kamail Nanjiani? No, I'm not too <clears throat> sure of that. You do know Tyler. this guy, trust me. So he's mm. in um, he's in the big sick um, Stuba, Lovebirds with Issa Rae. Right. Um, yes, I do know. But he's in the um, Eternals coming up. And if you've seen how jacked up this guy has got, he's someone that well, I would have originally seen as like, well, everyone would have, because he's just he was cast as the same dorky, you know, right, right. Um, dude. I'm gonna screen grab it and put Send it in it to the us. group just so but you visually can see it. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, I, I also nice think it. it's not just about like how someone physically looks. It's not just about their aesthetics, right? Like desire and attraction is based on someone's character, and I, I just haven't seen many stereo like. I don't know, man. Like rebellious I bad boys you. that have sex, uh, sex appeal on screen. But then again, I don't watch the Bollywood stuff. So again, I'm just pulling from mainstream media, you know. 
But you know what, like Jim, like in terms of mainstream UK media anyway, and maybe branching over to American media, like it is true. You don't, I don't, I think I've ever like really watched something and seen like a hot lead that's also like South Asian. Mm. Um, yeah, like I do think that um, like recently on Netflix, there've been a few um, like fun, young um roles that have opened up mm. especially for mm. south asian girls yeah. young young yeah. young girls and young women like on sex education and then coming up on bridgerton as well yeah. um for season two there's um never have i ever which is hilarious and everyone should watch that like just across the board it i do think it's really yeah it's just fun mm. um so is that something I, a stereotype that you think almas is actually now at least one being worked on and changing and I mean like starting to break kind of yes and no because like okay it's a breath of fresh air because these are you know like quite young um fresh takes but I'm yet to see myself or see like actually like I cl the closest I can get to um seeing myself in western um media is maybe Priyanka Chopra um and I say that because I think she may be the only like South Asian grown woman that I actively see cast mm. in Hollywood films. I, I correct me if I'm wrong as well. Like I was trying to, cause you know, there's also like the, it's not a stereotype, but when, when you're my skin tone, I feel like mm. you can get away. I can get away with being racially ambiguous. And so in terms of mm. representation, I, if I was cast in a film, I feel like I'd be cast along, like if yeah. I was, you know, the, in terms of the on paper casting, I could yeah. fit like Salma Hayek, it's like, it's you know, like, baby steps um, than I don't know, like Eva Longoria, maybe like, you know, in terms of coloring, like skin tone yeah. and hair yeah, color yeah, and yeah. stuff when it's not dyed. Yeah. Um, and maybe, yeah, maybe like South Asianness maybe gets a little bit lost in there, but I, I can't really think of like many South Asian actresses that are like grown. Mm, me neither. Mm. Um, I'm right. South Asian actresses, women. Let's see. Also, in the UK. While you're say. doing that, another one, if you don't mind starting another thread here on another stereotype, because I've got yeah, loads. Yeah, we just keep steel. moving through them, man. Yeah, because they all will be yeah, interlinked at through. some point, I think. Yeah. Um, tech, tech support tech support but we tech. are actually like we do actually like support <laughs> their tech in it like this is the thing yeah like <laughs> you, mean, you know in india yeah bench, like yeah. when i was there in 2015 when the shifts for the tech um place like the the call centers and the internet the internet places like when the sh people were like changing their shifts yeah from like morning to evening shift like the internet would like go shaky this was this was back in the yeah. day but like that's how much like you know there's so many people and we are like we do support a lot of people through tech <laughs> yeah it's yeah. So how do yeah. you feel when someone answers the phone like when you're calling like bt or something and they're you know like what? face jacker hello and so my name phone, is john yeah face jacker and phone jacker for anyone that's aware um if, you, if you're not and you haven't seen it face jacker was like this comedy show uh, based in the UK where a guy would literally, or phone jacker, I should say, where he'd literally ring people up and put on these odd voices, different characters. And then they animated what they thought the characters would look like after he'd done the calls and they made shows out of it. 
And this guy would ring people up. One of them was Indian uh, service providings. So every time now, <laughs> any sort of South Asian man picks up the phone for, for now, tech, yeah. I see. No, it is, but it's funny. I see that man and his jaw going up. Internet service providings and are helping you. <laughs> that man, you know, yeah. it's funny, but it's actually wrong, isn't it? Yeah, that doesn't actually help. And look at the term. the culture, though, does it? Like no, actually it thinking about face checker because he done the Nigerian um, guy that does fraud and all of that like that yeah. guy's face is just stuck in my head as well um, <laughs> do you, if if you link that to to back to the pod and what we're trying to achieve in terms of we're trying to break yeah. stereotypes right so you said yeah. we're seen as techies could yeah. you say because i've got here not creative could we say like yeah it's framed as like okay because it's not necessarily bad if you're a techie it's still a good thing but it's limiting in that we're only just all. seen yeah but like yeah. we definitely no or computers. i feel we're definitely not seen as creative individuals yeah, yeah we're what seen as like say? mathematicians lawyers accountants yeah. Aca corner Aca shop academic people, academic focus academics restaurant people yeah not creative thing. just academic <laughs> yeah mainly mainly <laughs> Also, there's this idea and in this idea that's floating around that a lot of South Asian families are poor but happy, you know, and, ah. they're, and they're in these, they're poor but happy because they're fine. Yeah. And they're crowded in these houses where the extended family all live in there for years, all save up money and get another <laughs> house. But the thing is, I've like actually seen that and I think it's a great strategy, but it's also a stereotype. <laughs> also that we're terrorists. Oh, God. And I think yeah. that's like putting in like the the like building South Asian with Muslim, yeah, man, and then together like you've got a, the really yeah, and that that's like the darker well, side yeah. of it, yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to hear one that's like really? I've only ever heard it once, so I don't know if it actually counts <laughs> as a stereotype, but mm. it really floored me, honestly. Um, so this was when I was about seventeen, and I was at a house party, and it was just me. And a guy who, for the argument's sake, I'm going to call, I don't know, give me a stereo stereotypical Asian name, guys. Um, Suki. Um, okay, Suki, yeah. Me and Suki are like in, <laughs> in the, in, we're, we're in the room full of mainly white people. Yeah. And there's like, and one of the girls, so we were like 16, 17, asked um, if Suki's cum is brown. <laughs> seriously what you think we're just shooting out like brown sauce like, <laughs> we're just shooting out mutton curry oh, sauce and gravy oh come on i'd love that to be honest but oh man if that is ridiculous but that was that's an odd stereotype that like yeah, I don't think I don't that's a stereotype. It... I just think that's a really racist, crazy motherfucker chatting shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, how did you respond? What did Suki say? Did he check? Do you know what? Yeah, it was so heartbreaking. He literally, he just like he was just like, no, it's not. It's white. Like it was just wow. you know when it's like you because the woman was being or the girl was being really um like she was genuine like she genuinely it was a genuine question for her. And so I like to me in that moment I was like oh my gosh like you see you see us as like 
just so different. Yeah. Like so different. Yeah. All, all um, we are is brown. That's it. Yeah, and we should all marry each other. That's the stereotype, I think, that, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. people just always think that, like, we're, I don't know, we're just... Yeah. You know, it's like when you have, like, uh, um, you're in working in an office and there's, like, another Asian person there. They're like, oh, like, you guys should get together. What? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just push, push you, they like, push you to push you together physically and just be like, <laughs> yeah, just be. Just, <laughs> you guys, just stay there. Stand there. Be there. Yeah. Be friendly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait for something to happen. Go on. Go on. You know, you know <laughs> you want to. You know you're meant to be together. Come on. If you took that out of context and just put two random white... How stupid would that be, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so true. Like two ginger people. Oh, okay, you must like each other and get married. I don't even know if ginger people <laughs> experience that, to be honest. Maybe they do. Yeah, I mean, they're poor, them like the poor peeps, man. They've had all sorts of bollocks thrown their way, man. You know, know what? backing up say... on the corner shop thing, oh, I think it's on. down to Apu as well. Apu, you think? Man. Apu's the biggest. Apu really <laughs> us all, man. Well, the creators of Apu, really. Apu. Yeah. Apu. That's really, that's so Which bad. Which is also brown. I don't know. If yeah. That I will also say that, like, you know, I was talking about South Asian actresses. In Britain, we've had, like, Priya Kalidas. We've had, like... um um, just Minda, I, I don't know what her real name is from Bendy Like Beckham. Mm. There's like there are a few South Asian women out there. I'd love to have a chat with a South Asian woman actress, and even a South Asian man act- actor, to mm. be honest, and just find out like what are, what is the reality of like being typecast or what kind of roles or lack of roles are are available or aren't available as a South yeah. Asian person trying to navigate. Because I mean how many roles like do we actually get cast in that like, we're just usually like the side friend like the the fourth friend along like do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like maybe the roommate Not who really lives good. next door like yeah just kind of pops in like even have you guys been watching wonder vision no i haven't yeah 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 there's um rubes you got to man um so yeah good. he's the guy who i reached out to see if we can get on the pod mat <laughs> yeah yeah let's try and get yeah, him in comedian. so maybe we yeah, can yeah, ask yeah. um but yeah, we've got a little bit of South Asian representation in there. But like, I'd be so surprised to see a lead character who was not directly, um, like overtly displaying their South Asianness in mm. a in just existing in a space. Yeah, it's like they either that. have to be a stereotype or not. Like they don't exist in in other ways. Yeah, Although yeah. I, do I think, think Dev P- Dev Patel is pushing that right. <clears throat> He's probably well, like like the one that the Western that. media are most comfortable with, yeah, putting as a lead without his South Asianness being part of the lead. Why do you think that is? I just think it's, I don't know. I, I genuinely think it's it's because Great people question, have got this. comfortable, which doesn't make sense because it's like, if you can be comfortable with him, then you know it's, it, it's, it's kind of internal prejudice that's a barrier. So mm. it should be kind of open up to more people, right? Like, because I think Riz Ahmed is talking about like the first step is is to get represented. The second step or the bigger thing is like just to be in those spaces, regardless of your yeah, like having to allude to your your kind of heritage, culture, or whatever. Yeah. Um, mm. I have um another. I think another space that we don't really yeah. occupy again within the Western space is that we're not musically talented outside of our cultural music. Um, sphere so like Acid. i could see people doing like traditional indian dance or like um creating you know bollywood songs and um 
but outside of that like any other discipline yeah. in the musical arts we're just not seen or heard or even perceived yeah. as being any good which i definitely think is changing yeah and hence why we've got yeah. some amazing arts music musicians lined up on the pod coming up yeah. which is yeah. you know and, and i want to shape that reshape that and i want to take that chance to big up almas and her show on bbc asian network you know like almas is bringing yeah. through oh, yeah like you are the one of the people as they say now fuck this i'm gonna start bringing through some of my people that are just dope and yeah you like go. it is yeah we need more people it's really um <clears throat> what's the word like i think the south asian music scene at the moment is like really um it's exciting isn't it rich <sighs> so exciting and at so the, exciting at the helm of it like it's not it's not reached its peak yet and so like so um on my show i have to hit a certain percentage of south asian music that i have to play mm, and so okay searching for music that fits in with my vibe and is from like produced by sung by or created by a South Asian person is um it's kind of like a blessing and a challenge at the same time because the pool is quite small at the moment um outside of um traditional um Indian music but it's like growing and with that I think our own like perceptions of um, what South Asian means is growing too because a lot of people or a lot of artists are building in like their own languages or influences or maybe overlaps and experiences into the music and I think that's going to be the mu music coming out of the South Asian scene is going to play a massive role in opening up what South South Asian identity looks like and what how it's experiment what, how we experiment with it yep um I yep. think that's massive yeah. Um, yeah, big up, big up you, Amas, on doing that, man, bringing people through. And <clears throat> oh, I appreciate yeah, it, man. Like, even me sick. being a South Asian woman DJ, like, I'm finding yeah, more yeah, and yeah. more, more yeah. now. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's cool. I'm so looking forward to just seeing like more and more and more. Um, um, I have a question. You know, in, in British television, right, we had um, like East is East and like the Kumars and uh what else anita and me like i don't know if you guys watched any of those but like what do you think like the like the i know we've touched on a few like specifics but as a group of people like how are we regarded as like a minority group like, like i think aaron you've t you've touched on this in previous episodes where you said like we're seen as like the model minority yeah, that's another one I've got on here. Number oh, is five. it? Yeah, yeah, model minority. Yeah. Can you tell tell us more about 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 that? <clears throat> yeah, so I think it's more like as because I don't know, kind of. I guess the the wider society likes to kind of group us into kind of having traits, right? So you mm. see, like, I don't know, especially with BLM and stuff, like. You've got those like stereotypes of like the angry black woman or whatever. Like I think one that fits or oh, has like been tropes. kind of like labeled. Yeah, and tropes. Yeah, for us is like just being obedient and the model minority. Mm. So like, you know, being in line and kind of still wow. adhering to yeah. kind of like good immigrant <clears throat> to, kind of to what. Yeah. Do you what think you that feeds roots? into the academic element as well, guys? Like, so good good immigrant as well. It's quite so, docile. 
Yeah, yeah. Pretty much so. And the sexual element as well. Like maybe that's like one of the biggest oh master gosh. things that kind of like yeah. set in all of those. Because it feels like I'm looking at it now. It's like, okay, it's definitely linked to like the sexual element. So n- like if we were perceived as sexual, then say, for example, you just took like the white man as being at the top of the pyramid. If we were, if the stories were shaped where Asian men could be seen as sexual beings then it could be like oh we could potentially be attracted by white women so let's not put that in their um, basket and just desexualize them um i don't know it's definitely linked to the the academic element as well Mm. I'm just reading online and um this is on a wikipedia page saying stereotypes of south asians and on the model yeah. minority <laughs> bit yeah, it Go says um, uh, under under model minority. Yeah, it says this stereotype is encouraged by media stories such as yeah. an article by Forbes magazine entitled "Indian Americans: The New Model Minority," in which the the article model, says that the success of Indian Americans is often ascribed to the culture they bring with them, which places strong, some would say even obsessive, emphasis on academic achievement. Um, yeah. And the article highlight highlights how we our children win spelling bee contests, um, but doesn't mention immigrant children and learning English mm. fluently. So, yeah, I, it's it's interesting. Yeah, that leads me to my um, my next stereotype, which is maybe we got there because we've all had tuition. Getting tuition. Tuition. Yeah, that's that's a stereotype. We, we definitely have tuition for maths, maths and sciences. You know, but like no, there's top no, of the class. Yeah, you have to, and that's how we got to the top of the class because we put a massive focus. You know what? I want to know where they study. stem from, right? So, say if you <laughs> if you bring it back and you say it's like a cultural thing, so mm. like because some of these stereotypes, obviously, there's like there's yeah. I wouldn't say stem. truth, but there's something in it, right, for it to become yeah. a stereotype. So, like, even yeah. if you ask a South Asian person, they definitely say, "Yeah." Like, yeah. as a, a as a cultural thing, like our parents are academic, da da da. But then, if you go back far enough, like, who would have told them to value those things and not value other things? Well, it's like, does it come down to colonialism as well? Like, in, or am yeah. I just reaching here? I think we'd need to have a proper conversation with a historian a that knows their facts. Yeah. Unpack that, but my from my my awareness does point towards colonialism, and going back to some stuff that Rajiv said in his episode, Rajiv from um, Netflix on his episode of on access, he was like, we almost feel indebted to the um, yeah to the colonizers the or the oppressors yeah, yeah, or the yeah, yeah, yeah the country yeah, yeah, that we're, yeah. we're now occupying. And so we do yeah. our best to fall in line yeah. and match match the system's ideals. So yeah, I, d- I do think there's something in that. I think yeah. um, my my guess is that um, like as any group of people, we have lots of different things that we're naturally or we're just good at. So there's academia, there's culture, there's you know festivity, there's music, there's acting, whatever, all of the stuff, cooking, all of it. Um, I think that stereotypes originate from they may they might have like a truth element in them like 
like if if South Asian people might be really enthusiastic about um, education, then that's the route. But in the West, I think it really serves the economy for South Asian people to be academic and to be mm. the model minority. And so well, it's like it serve... using... Say again. Sorry. I was going to say, does it serve the economy? Because the economy has actually been built around that idea. And so those structures are now in Well, that's place. what I mean, is right. that it's so, so it serves it in that, like, basically, this is just assuming that the that the structure and the system we're in, like, wants everyone in line. So if, if that's the model we're going with, then this is this is basically it's like this is your skin tone and because of your skin tone this is what you do so it's the same way that we might have stereotypes around um the black community and athleticism athleticism mm. um it's like this is what you do right like you're you're in this space because of because of where you originate from and i think that the issue is that like it takes away agency yeah. consent and choice mm. um yeah. it's like we're not limited like we could yeah. have these things, but we want to. Yeah, we, we can want to change what we're limited to. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's why, like I stress, and we've said this before a few times, like there's nothing wrong with having what we think is like you know a a stereotypical job, if that's what makes you happy. What we're trying to do is add to the conversation and say, yeah. well, actually, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you can do that if you want, but you can also do these other things too. And I yeah. think growing up we didn't always have the option yeah, yeah, to yeah. have exactly. those other things because we were restricted by those stereotypes yeah 100 and i think that is why we've done the pod it's never to devalue those maybe positive stereotypes if that's even a thing but yeah and w do you guys think that this is so for me one of the reasons i thought this would be a good episode is again to kind of anchor us in the areas or topics um, or industries that would be where we're not really kind of seen or not normally occupy and to cover mm. guests around those. So for me, what's come definitely come up is obviously film and TV. Sports is an area that I'd love to, you know, start pursuing Same, yeah. in terms of like getting guests. Mm. Um, what else have based on those things what else uh I'd, I'd really like to find those those spaces that are just seldom even talked about or those intersections that we would never have imagined someone might occupy and thrive in i think that yeah. is really what's gonna excite me okay um, yeah 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 yeah, because creativity is it, it's such a massive stereotype. We're basically not seen as creative. That's yeah, a like, whole diff. That can go to a whole different Yeah, that's sickening. Because creativity <laughs> is part of the human spirit, and every single human's creative. And you're saying oh. it's also so ingrained in South Asian culture. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like we are literally so decorative true. at every level. Like my toenail is decorated. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just everyone's everything. A color everything's got a paisley. Day. Yeah, at a different everyone's time. Everyone's got exactly exactly man um this has so fired me up though um well you guys know i've been going on the research anyway yeah i'd love to get really a historian in to find out a bit more yeah we can find an author or something definitely that'll be really really interesting i mean we're pushing an hour so we, t we tend to taper things yeah. i think i just is there anyone 
that we would each like to leave with that we haven't mentioned? Um, yeah, there was. And it, for me, it was around um, touching upon being athletic. Right. And it kind of comes back to a point. I remember like, so me and Ruben um, used to play basketball uh, when we were young, um, played for a local team, had the privilege of actually representing England on one occasion. I know I reach with that comment, but we did yeah. play I'd, I'd under 16s I'd in, safe in Denmark. Say the borough. We oh, lost yeah, every game. Did. I didn't. Um, I just got dunked on. I kept getting dunked <laughs> oh, okay. on, so I left. But um, yeah, I think on that, like, because this actually doesn't come externally. It comes from in from the family. I remember dad will be like, oh, you know, just like, just don't stress too much because you're never going to be as good as your black friends. Like which he was like we're not built. He was like we're not built that way. We're Indians. We have different bodies. Um, we use our brain. So you're always going to hit this wall. And I still struggle with that, like up until now. And like I remember being like pretty good at basketball, but just having this huge internal battle, being like I can be good, but never good enough. So yeah. just pause. I'm, yeah, I'm always. But then on the flip him. side, yeah, on the flip side, rooms. I remember being in year seven and playing badminton. And dad, like our dad used to be really, really good at badminton. I think he represented Malaysia at some point when he was oh, young. Wow. Um, and the first time I ever played, I, I won this the whole year tournament and beat the teacher in the final. This is like Bad when I was 12. Man. And this was like no experience. I like picked yeah. up the badminton racket and just like, like, I don't know, having what normal people would be like, you know, like having a talent for that yeah. sport. Yeah. Right. And because that was like given permission for me to have to say, oh, this is an area you can flourish in because Indians play badminton. I don't know if that was had a psychological effect on me and actually boosted my performance because I had that permission yeah. in saying I'm Indian yeah. and this is a sport that I'm allowed to be good at. So yeah. I went I, forward. Yeah, and it was a combination of talent and, and perseverance and skill. But yeah, I don't know, man, like that's definitely something I want to break um, and I want to line up some south asian athletes um yeah to to be like fuck that like it's you know not Let's limiting do it, man. To that. limiting internal monologue is so real the stories we mm. tell ourselves limit us in ways that we cannot imagine them mm. to limit us and it's so true and that's why the more we hear, like which is the work we're doing, like collectively more on this pod, the more we see, yeah, yeah, man, the more the story, yeah. there was the more the license, more license we're given, belief to even try and then actually that's find out if we can do it because we probably can. I just hate the limiting shit. It really, really pisses me off yeah. so much, man. It and inspires I, me more to just speak to more South Asian people against the grain. Yeah, that's man. it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. It just reinforces while we're doing it and adds more fuel to the fire for me anyway hundreds and excitement to be honest mm. that's it looking um, forward to our choice. next guest yeah i think before i leave <laughs> I, I, <laughs> d d before i leave i just want to say that the last odd stereotype for me is yeah. if you do go to south asian person's house and go into their freezer and you happen to see an <laughs> ice cream bowl it's not ice cream <laughs> that's in that bowl okay i think that's, that's true for that stereotype yeah. full fish yeah <laughs> They're on peeps. Goodbye. <laughs> Who whispered goodbye? What is this behavior? Yes, that's another episode wrapped up. Firstly, if you have managed to make it all the way to the end of this episode, we really appreciate you sticking with it and bearing with 
Ruben's terrible bloody mic. That won't happen again. Um, well, I say that he doesn't even know what actually happened. Um, but yeah, thanks again for your patience and hope you um, actually learned some stuff and uh, enjoyed the journey. Uh, so yeah, as always, you can find us on all the socials, which is on the gram, what is this behavior podcast on Twitter, which is WITB underscore podcast. Um, and something I always forget to do is um, if you can do give us a review, hopefully a good one uh, on Apple, because that really does help us push us up, I think anyway, the ranks um, and yeah, just broadens our audience and yeah, as you know, we want to get these conversations out to as many people as possible so we can all benefit. So thanks again. Um, hit us up if you do want to chat. We have now the website up, which is whatisthisbehaviorpodcast.com, where you kind of dig a little deeper on each episode. We've put a bit of extra content on each episode, um, some some links some videos, bits and pieces. So uh, until next week, peeps. Peace. What is this behavior? Do you want it? You're dying for it!